Thank you for downloading a sermon from the Chapel of the Cross. The Chapel of the Cross is a welcoming, growing, and historic Episcopal Church in Madison, Mississippi. I hope you will join us on Sundays for worship at 7.30 a.m., 8.45 a.m., 11 a.m., and 5 p.m., with Sunday school for all ages at 10 a.m. I also invite you to connect with the chapel online at chapelofthecrossms.org. Again, thank you for downloading this sermon. We pray it will enrich your walk with Christ. God bless you, and we look forward to welcoming you and your family to the Chapel of the Cross. Holy and loving God, write a message on our hearts, bless us, direct us, and send us out living letters of the word. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. I turned on my television the other day, a precarious decision to be sure. To paraphrase J.R.R. Tolkien, it's a dangerous business, Frodo, turning on your television. There's no knowing where you might be swept off to. That particular morning, it was the news, a a specifically powerful story about tragedy and forgiveness. I won't retell the tale, but in summary, the story was about a young firefighter who fell asleep at the wheel after a 24-hour shift. His truck drifted across the center line and struck a car head-on. The car was driven by a woman who was seven months pregnant. Neither she nor the baby survived. A horrible turn of events. But incredibly, the woman's husband and the baby's father, a pastor of all people, found it in his heart to forgive him. And now the pastor and the firefighter are friends, and their children often play together. You might be wondering why I'm telling this story on Christmas Eve. It's a bit of a downer, preacher man. Perhaps in this dark time of year, I'm feeling dark. Perhaps I should turn off the television. But what really struck me about this story was the reaction of the reporter and her colleagues after the story. They sat around their enormous desk totally dumbstruck. They could not fathom how someone could forgive someone else after they were responsible for the death of their spouse and unborn child. All they could do was shake their heads in amazement. And on one level, I understand their amazement. If something so horrible happened to me or my family, I doubt I could get out of bed. I would be so consumed with grief and rage. I pray that I contain the faith that widower must have to forgive in such a profound way. But as, however, as Christians... As followers of the Christ who was born this holy night, should we not expect the amazing? Should we observe the daily miracles before us and instead of being perplexed, merely smile and remark, God is good all the time? That's easy to say, but a lot harder to do. From the Gospel of Luke, when the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. 
When they saw this, they made known what had been told them about this child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. We are not alone in our amazement. Mary and Joseph and all of the other humans in that barn, they were amazed too. The Messiah is finally here, and He is here to love and know and save everyone. Not only the obviously righteous, the goody-two-shoes, or the saints immortalized in stained glass, but grubby shepherds smelling like sheep in pasture, hardly the height of society. All who heard it were amazed. But why are we amazed? Why are we amazed at the glory that's so obviously before us tonight and all days and nights? Why? Recently, I have been fascinated by a subject of much discussion in pop psychology, imposter syndrome. According to Wikipedia, the font of all knowledge, (laughs) imposter syndrome is a psychological pattern in which which an individual doubts their accomplishments and has a persistent internalized fear of being exposed as a fraud. It's that little voice inside your head that says over and over and over again, you're not good enough. You're not as smart as the other people in this meeting. Your Christmas card isn't as cute as your neighbor's. Today is the day that they all discover that I have no idea what I am doing. Maybe you are unfamiliar with with such thoughts. And if so, I will have some choice words with you at the door. But if you do, you are definitely not alone. Lately, even folks in the public eye have admitted to this burden. Accomplished author and poet Maya Angelou said in 2015, I have written 11 books, but each time I think, "Uh uh-oh, they're going to find out now. I've, I've run a game on everybody, and they're going to find me out. But here's the rub my fellow imposters. Here's the good news, my beloved sisters and brothers in Christ. Here's why we're gathered in this place. Here's why the music is so pretty and the flower guild has garlanded anything that will stand still. (laughs) To quote L'Oreal Paris, because you're worth it. You and you and you and me were all made in the image of God According to the prophet Jeremiah, before God formed you in the womb, God knew you. And before you were born, God consecrated you. God loves you and made you to be so awesome that God came and lived among us in the man, Jesus. Jesus was born and grew up and taught us and performed miracles before us and inspired us and forgave us and died for us and resurrected for us because he loved us. We are loved. We are lovable. We are worthy of love all because God loved us first. We are no longer imposters, lost in a strange world, but we are friends, friends of the living God. At the end of that news story that made me scratch my head, the host of the news program turned to the reporter who produced the story and said, Wow! It's almost as if God is with us. 
And that's when I really lost it. That's the point, silly TV person. <laughs> this is what it's all about. God is with us. That's what Christmas is all about. Jesus is God with us. And with God, we are able to be who we were meant to be. This Christmas, be amazed. Be amazed at the miraculous love of God. But also be amazed at how loved you are by family and friends, by neighbors and priests, by the creator of the universe. Forgive yourself for being yourself. And instead, in heart and mind, go even unto Bethlehem and see this thing which has come to pass, the babe lying in a manger. That baby loves you more than anything, and his name is Jesus. Happy Christmas. Amen.